I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep. So I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we back again. Another episode of our artist series. It's R.E.O.P. Y'all know what's going on. It's your boy, yes, Mr. Jefferson. Yes, sir. You already know who I am, Ampavelli. We were just having a discussion about not cussing for a minute, so now I'm, like, extra cautious now. Bruh, I was just thinking about <laughs> that. Like, for the first time, I wanted to come on and be like... You know, you be sometimes you be like, Mr. M- MF Jefferson, I almost said it. Just yeah, like, I do. I do. slip. You know what I'm saying? Uh, big shouts to, to the big homie Chris. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Chris MF Thompson. Yeah, rest in but, peace, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we 30 seconds in, so I'm, <laughs> right, I'm looking at the clock like yeah, I'm we, trying to make sure. We sweating. <laughs> but uh, today we got a very special guest, man. Um, we got a... Uh, I, I want to make sure I get this correct. You're from Daytona, right? Daytona Beach. Okay, yes. Daytona Beach. So uh, we got a Daytona Beach artist in the yeah, building. For sure. Very, very dope artist. Um, First one so far, not from Jacksonville. Straight up. So yeah. we just Duval, do like Duval artists, yeah. Shout out Duval, though, man. It's a lot of dope talent. Y'all really running them out right now for Florida. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Appreciate that. Um, right. Man, um... You're here tonight because you you had a show tonight, right? Yeah. How did that come about? Um, we just did uh, a tour. My my man Sellers Hamilton has a tour. He's out of Atlanta. Um, and his date, I think tonight might have been his last date on this tour. Was in Duval. His first time here. And um, a friend of mine's uh engineer who works on his music who knew me reached out and was just like, "Yo, man, we want some Florida representation. Can y'all hop in?" And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, for sure. sure. And I came up and did that. So it was my first time actually uh, performing in, in Jacksonville, so it was cool. That's dope. Yeah. How was the show? It was really dope, man. Um, we had, we had a good time. Um, real small, intimate crowd, so I got to really interact right. with the fans and so forth and make it real personal. So I had a great time. That's good. So, um, how long have you been rapping, man? Um, all my life, honestly. I started rapping as a kid, like four years old. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, professionally, uh, like just pursuing it, um, about ten years. But yeah, as a kid, I started. You know, I, I'm a '90s baby, so I grew up on like the house parties and all that type of stuff, and just kind of learned how to pick that pen up and put it to the paper, man. Right. But uh, salute to Earl real quick, because Earl put me onto your music like a long ass time ago. Yeah, Earl. big shouts to Earl for Shout that. out Earl, man. So Earl, funny story about Earl is um, we grew up together, so hip hop was always our thing. Yeah. Like analyzing albums and just breaking bars down and stuff. So anybody's seen it from day one, he's probably the person who's seen it from like nine years old. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. That's dope. So, yeah, man. He got that ear. So how, how did y'all meet? You remember? Church. Church, okay. No so cap, church. like we, hey man, God, God don't make no mistakes. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we was um 
I came to the church. I think he was already going there. I don't even know if it was not specific. He just just started being around. <laughs> like every time I turn around, he was there, and then we just started talking about rapping. It was like, all right, we just rocking from there. I heard that. That's how it happened, though. <laughs> how y'all boys met? Um, high, high school. school. Yeah, That's yeah. Long ass time. Uh, one of one of our mutual friends and I had a class together, and um, after the class, all of these niggas used to hang out and like in the mornings and shit like that, and um. They was two classes ahead of me, so word, yeah, okay. yeah. So, um, man, of course, you know, I went to a school on the complete opposite side of town as well. So for me, it was like, um, you know, I don't know nobody. I'm kind of, you know what yeah, I mean, like, new guy. yeah, close to whoever, you know, I, 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 I link with, you know what I mean. And um, I built a friendship through a homie Russell. And once I started talking to them in the mornings and shit, like shit, man. Just flowed from there. Yeah, yeah, you know. That's lit though. That's how it goes. So yeah, then y'all came together and did the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Long, much further down, way further down. Okay. But yeah, we was a bad influence on him because like we was a little older, so like he was hanging out with us. We was about to graduate. We was skipping school. He was skipping school with us. I was like, bro, you should go to class. <laughs> so no, we already funny, did that part. Funny thing is this. Uh, you talk about Earl and um, y'all analyzing the albums, things like that. So um, I was rapping. Okay. And um, in high school, man, I did whatever just to circulate the music. You know what I mean? Facts. Nigga was bringing... Um, Xbox video games with my burn CD in that bitch, you know what I mean? Oh, that's dope. <laughs> and dishing them out, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, here go, here go my new project, you know what I'm that's saying? Dope. I print the little cover and slide it in the sleeves and shit. I was writing um, on my covers, like writing my name. Yeah, yeah. Like, Once you open it up, it's yeah, that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just take out all of the like 2K and all of that shit that's and um, redo it to mine and. Um, they would be skipping school to go buy like Lupe album and and Jay Z album yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like talking to them. I'm like, yo, man, y'all niggas listen to my music. Facts, facts. Man, these niggas. Never, I mean, yeah, we wasn't taking it serious. Never. That's how it started, though. That's <laughs> yeah, how it always yeah. started. Yeah, was I, like, you don't rap. Yeah, I ain't yeah. take his music serious to like out of high school. Like, yeah, later on. we was like, I, I told him one day, you know, hey, look, I really want to give it a go, and from then, like, yo, we've been rocking like. That's solid though. That's how you know your friends is real. Yeah, yeah. Like even if they may not like it at first, they be like, keep trying. Yeah. <laughs> like, Nigga, one of my homies, we was doing a listening party. Uh yeah. Chris, matter of fact, uh shout out, you know, rest in peace. Um he's on camera and they like, yo, so what do you think about his project? Man, I'm gonna be honest. The first time I heard this nigga rap, I'm like, yo, this shit sucks. <laughs> and facts, so you like, gotta tell the God truth. God damn. Yeah, I hey, respect man, that. You gotta yeah, tell yeah, the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just the first time I heard it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so hold on, wait a minute. Was he like nodding to the music before that? <laughs> it wasn't even that he was nodding to it. It was definitely like, yo, keep going type shit. <laughs> it was motivational. I think my issue was like when I was pitching it to them like i say they listening to lupe shit like that so my music didn't have the same direction you know Got what you. i mean like yeah. it was just very like er, like it was just rhymes That's you know what i mean like direction to try to follow lupe man, was what yeah. <laughs> lupe was in a different world especially 05 man like lupe lupe was that guy so y'all y'all really deep into the hip-hop game for sure 
for sure. Yeah, yeah. Not so much now. Like back in the day, I was like real lyrical in it. Like nah, my shit, my taste kind of watered down now. Yeah, this nigga listens. I he like put catchy me on shit. to shit, but yeah, it be catchy shit. I feel that. I mean, the game changed though. It got into the catchy wave. There was like I think back then we had like a great balance. You had the rhymers who can rhyme. And then you had, you know, the track. You had the little Johns. You, we always had right, the catchy right. stuff, but they everybody played a lane. Nowadays, it's just like oversaturated. It's like if it's not catchy, it don't really matter type thing. So, yeah. so let me it. ask this: um, Who were some of your influences? Um, I'm an outcast baby, man. I'm a Dungeon Family baby. Uh, always gonna be Dre and Big for me. Um, Pac, of course. Yay, Wayne, Tip, Jay. Um, Biggie, the rhymers, you know what I'm saying? The rhymers, but mostly like what I really look for in, in rappers is like rhymers who can say something of substance and still be jamming. Like, right, right. Because, you know, you got the conscious rappers who just, they just going, you know. They just be saying anything, they just saying words. Yeah, they just going to give you the <laughs> multiplication proclamation of the exclamation shit all day yeah. or some boom bap beat. Or you got <laughs> the guys who are like very catchy, but it's no substance. Mm -hmm. Like, but my favorite MCs always could balance it. Okay. Uh, that was always my goal, lyrically, was like, can I balance it? Right. All right, so uh, outside of Outkast, like, did you have any other ones? Like, maybe yeah. some out. Like, so are you from Daytona originally? I'm from Daytona. You from, you're from Daytona. Yeah, um, so one's like out of the South. Yeah, Outkast out of the South. Um, are we going regional? Yeah, regional. Okay. Um, I do New all corners. Out of New York. Up north, west. Got you. I can break it down. That's cool. Um, out of the South, like I said, I'm a 90s baby. So it was definitely Outkast out of New York, Tri State. It was Jay. Jay. It okay. wasn't Jay, it was big, but it was definitely Jay. Jay over Nas? Um, yeah, mm. for me. Mm. Um, and I got an interesting story about that, just in general. Um, out the Midwest, it was, of course, Kanye, you know what I'm saying? Right. Second is Twister for me. Okay, I um, respect that 100%. Yeah, Twister, I, I learned my fast flow. Man. Twister. Um, out of the West, it's going to always be Snoop and Pop. Snoop probably first. Pac is in a class of his own for me, but you know Snoop because he really the West. Um, and then uh, in in the in Houston, I guess are we going to Houston? Are we going? Yeah, yeah, come on. Um, I like I like Face. I love Scarface. Um, but then I also like like a lot of the newer guys like. Houston has always had like just an interesting run to me, so it's like I actually appreciate this run in Houston more than the earlier runs, which is kind of it might be blasphemous to some R and B, I mean to some rap heads, but nah, I really I, love. I feel you. I'm listening to Maxo Cream Heavy. Yeah, Maxo dope. Yeah, Travis, Maxo real dope. Don Tolliver, like I just love yeah. what they were able to do with Houston and just make it translatable across the board. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like old Houston at all. Right, yeah, like, it got right. a complete new sound. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I'm a big fan of the screw tapes. You know what I'm saying? Pimping the pen, all the little Kiki and mm -hmm. Fat Pat and them boys. Like, you know what I'm saying? I still bump that to this day. Yes, sir. Yeah. Go ahead and say Camilla. Yeah. Go ahead and hey, say Camilla now. You know, that's my nigga, man. man. That's, that's my dope. nigga. Camilitary, <laughs> man. Camilitary, man. Riding dirty, man. Shout hey. out Camilla, man, man. He actually liked one of my songs and posted it one year. Hey, look. Nah, that's dope. Chameleon the realest nigga to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The nigga never cursed in the record. You know what I'm saying? Like, never cursed. Like at all, to my knowledge, no interviews, none of that shit. Man, I just respect that's that nigga. That's dope. I started doing that as a kid, and then I turned 18. Right. 
<laughs> it was like fuck that, but oh shit, I was still writing them. Uh, my mom was, was, she knew I was writing little shit. Like, why are you trying to rap like this? I'm like, ma, you don't understand. You don't understand what I'm going through. <laughs> you don't understand my experiences. No, that's that's really dope for chameleon there because it's like to do something like that and it still be accepted and dope and considered cool is really hard. That ain't Man, easy to do in this time. I thought he uh, before riding dirty and like I felt like riding dirty was just a play to mm-hmm. sustain his position mm-hmm. uh once, you know, Texas got its run, right? Facts. But before riding dirty, to me he was one of the best lyricists. No, nah, that's a known fact. Oh man, I'm tripping, bro. Hold on. No, nah, out of Houston, bro. I just thought about it. Well, out of PA, man, it's gonna always be pimping bun. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 100%. for sure, man. My I mean, fault. that goes without saying. Yeah, it's gonna always be UGK, man. Um, bun B is one of the most underrated rappers ever to me. Like flow pattern, like classic bun, like especially in his prime. It ain't a lot of niggas that's touching bun. You know what I'm saying? Or Pimp C. So yeah, shout out to them boys. Paul Wall was that boy too. Like Houston had a run for real. Yeah, hey, if you ever get a chance, man, go check out Controversy Sales, Paul Wall and Chameleon and them yeah, boys. Yeah, that's that, that shit, boy. What? That's man, that's that, that, one, that man. shit. Shout yeah. Shout out to Houston. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I noticed that in your music, you do like hint to a lot of your influences as well, like yeah. through interpolation and and samples and things of that sort. But um. I'm gonna go ahead and jump straight into your last album with uh We Still Don't Know. Let's do it. Yeah, so my favorite song on that project, if I'm not mistaken, is uh Gen Y. Okay. Where you do the uh the Kanye yeah, flip. What's your addiction? Man, that yeah. shit was crazy. Appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It. That 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 one was cold. Um, but listening through the project, uh the substance was there, the lyrical ability. All of that to me was like at a very high level. You know what I mean? Um, I don't. I don't know of many Daytona artists. Facts. facts. We, we, it's, it's a lot of us, but you know we got to kick the door. We working towards it. And, and 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 that's what it is. You know, I feel like Jax was at that point for a very long time. You yeah, know what I mean? Facts. And uh, we recently got that break with. Um, you know, I would say. I would say Young and Ace really kind of like opened the door like to what it is now. You know what I mean? We had people that kind of pushed pushed the limits and whatnot, but Ace really opened it up. But that's all it takes, you know, is is one person. But when I listen to your music, I definitely listen and I I think that yo, it could be you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Wow, I appreciate that for sure, for sure. I mean, it's a lot of talent in Daytona, Um, and it's always man. You know, we got a very big musical background. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people' connection to Daytona is through either Spring Bling or BCR or MTV Spring Break. Right. So you know the history is there, um, and it's a lot of talent in the city. It's just you know how Florida is, man. You know for the longest, if it wasn't out of Miami, it wasn't yeah. out of yep. nowhere. So yeah, you know, absolutely right. It's dope to see it start creeping up. You know what I'm saying? The whole state. It's like you know Tampa got a wave. You know what I'm saying? Orlando Pompano got a wave. Got a, Orlando yeah. got a wave. Jacksonville got their wave. You know, Tally had Tally. theirs. Even Tally coming back with uh, Boston Richie. Word, you know. say less. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, Tally, Tally, you know, I've been waiting on Tally since Payne kicked the door. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, um, so you know, Daytona, we we on the rise too. You know, and you're going to see a lot of different flavors out of Daytona, I can tell you that, because it's a lot of different perspectives, you know, so. 
which is right. important. Who's some good talent out of Daytona? Um, of course, um, I would say you got Saint three eight six out of Daytona, man. You got um my young man Kale, K A L E. Um, you can probably find I think it's called me Kale on Instagram. Real dope, real soulful dude. Um, you got uh you got MGQ, um, street just authentic raw rap. Um, you got you got Dre Neal out the city. Um, he got a real like just the the soul of what Daytona, you know what I'm saying, feels a lot of the time. Um, you got three hundred pounds of goo up. Um, they are they're more like the pop side of what we do, you know, real real fun type music. Um, you got producers like King June, you know, so it's 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 a it's a scene out there, you know what I'm saying? And then you got like the OGs like Sticks and Fatboy and so many other people. Gotcha. So what's your favorite song off the project? We still don't know. Yeah. Um it kind of changes, man. Um I think the most honest song for me and which was my favorite for a while was Squeamish. Mm. Um Squeamish was a record that I just felt like I like to make music, you know say you you make your you make your records that you know you want the public to know and hit and feel, you know the, the hit records and the catchy joints. But you know what I see a lot of the times when we we doing rap today is like I love records that make me feel like somebody was speaking to me or knew where I was at. Right. And when, you know, when I wrote Screamish, I was like, you know, as black men, we don't get a lot of records to where like we can just tell our truth on it. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of records where a nigga gonna pop his shit and it may be his truth, but it may not be your truth. You know what I'm saying? Or you get records where it's like a nigga gonna say what you know everybody wanna hear. But for that record, that was a record that I felt like a lot of niggas could feel, you know what I'm saying? Just as black men, we could be like, bro. We deal with the bullshit enough, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of the bullshit do make us feel like, uh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's, that was my favorite for a very long time. I hear that. So with that project and then like your recent shit, I had noticed that you had stopped putting your stuff up on Apple or just on period. Um. Well, no. Nah, actually, we had put everything up on Apple. Um. The last tape I did, the most uh, recent tape was Leader. It was more mixtape style. So it was okay. just cover records. It was like I really was going for like, the drought three type feel. Um gotcha. it's a leader was a commemorative tape mm-hmm. for like my first mixtape from mm-hmm. ten years ago. It's called Leader the Loss. So this was just like um just kind of paying an ode to that and I tried to upload it and of course with the beats they was like nah so we just took it to the website. Okay. Got you, got you. Got you. Yeah. I hope I ain't I keep hearing myself going in and out. I ain't Nah, you nah, good. You good. Okay. You good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it's just it's probably just the headphones to be honest. Okay. But so yeah, you good on the mic, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate y'all checking that tape out, man. That was a we dropped that in the middle of the quarantine, so a lot of that project, I didn't expect a lot of people to be able to receive because there was so much going on in the world. But I was trying to give people music that would get them through that. Right. So it's an honor to know y'all listen for real. For real. Are we talking about leaders? Can we just play the video real quick? Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's get into the video. Stack that bitch up, Mike. Yeah. Right. See, uh, 
Okay, I'm done with the bullshit, that's on Jimmy Butler Started out a skinny hustler, now I'm eating good Had to hit the gym, was getting chubby Roll another wood, stuff that bitch with gummy Weed, four different colors, call it Teletubby You can't tell me nothing, shop valve open What you buying, cause we selling brethren Gang called Pink and Grow Rich, Cerebellum money She say, what's that stench, she can smell the money Cause I wash him rinse, till it mildew Cause it's drenched, Michael felt the money She say, baby, listen, I need help with money Told her the best way to help yourself is hustling Then I helped the money, invested in help the money Told her to raise up prices, make the climb Tell, respect the money, them broke ass hoes be hustling back, but they might as well just sell the money. In these times where niggas won't tell you nothing, let me tell you something. You dropped your value when you did that shit for free, you better sell you something. That PPP was sweet in the quarantine, I hope you made some bubble. I PPP, I pimp with a purpose to make the profit double, that's pushing P. Yeah, that's pushing P. Rep so hard, they think I made they toning like I'm pushing T. Back with me and Jay, I stayed in D and D was pushing tree. He the first one said, don't drop your prices, trust your quality. She say, why you calling leader? I say, cause they follow me. Love to cook, but she'll eat and let her drink and swallow me. And the flow is Tarantino, credits rolling Oscar me. Pass the beat, this shit too clean, don't need no colonoscopy. But I need a queen that's trying to ruby DNI me. Tell me, go deep, then get up and have a deep talk with me. You ain't no P. You barely been trained to pee properly You just a pup, you barely can speak, ain't even bark at me If you boy seen what I got in store, wouldn't even target me We talking spitting, bitch, I'm a beast, I fucking hawking beats Running my turf, fuck up your cleats, you try and jog with me King of my earth, head of my team, God, when I talk on beats That shit weak, I'm concrete, screech when I cross the street Phone rings, but the dollar speak Gold swing for my collar, was overseen by the scholars They mold kings, you a coddle Got rope dreams, and I plotted their own things Developing grow dreams from the bottom I spoke dreams and I got them this whole scene I body I OD and this beat is a close scene It's a body was 4D when the bed bus and roaches creep from my body Got no sleep cause the mattress was holy as Joyce Maya I Shop open Yes sir, yes sir, yes sir Appreciate it Yeah, yeah Appreciate it What's the direction behind the song and video? Um so basically, uh, Leader was like, I just wanted to freestyle. So like, that was the third track on the tape, man. Matter of fact, if you ever heard Leader, check it out on shopforeveropen.com. Um, the video was just, I wanted to highlight my team and, man, kind of just show what we do. So it was like, you know, you see the three guys, you know, me being my boy Ayo, which is my DJ, and just you see us in uniform because, you know, it's a business. Right. Shop Open is the brand, and that's what we're doing. Right. Um, you know, and just kind of showing you how we getting it done and then, like, the room, the second half of the video is me recording. Um, that's how I did most of the tape in that room. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just wanted to kind of just give it an authentic feel, um, with just how we did it. It was a freestyle tape, and it was just something to hype people up. You know, um, it didn't take too long. I think we did everything, and probably about two tapes. Right. So it was dope. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. How long did it take to to put the project together? Uh, I want to say probably about six weeks, which was like the longest for me because I mm-hmm. typically do takes really quick. Um, but I kind of was like breaking it down, you know what I'm saying? So gotcha. I was trying to, I was trying to cover everybody that I thought was like really dope in rap mm-hmm. music. So I, I really kind of like scraped, you know what I'm saying, for the best beats, and then I was just trying to get the best bars I could possibly give. You know? Right. So it took a little time for me to vibe, but. Yeah, and that's the first one I engineered by myself, so that was kind of dope. I recorded that one myself, so it's cool. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. And you did the mix on it? I didn't do the mix. Bree Payne did the mix. That got you. Engineer shop open. Got you. Got you. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Earl was shouting um, uh, Bree out as well. So um, big shout outs. You say Bree Payne? Bree Payne. Yeah. yeah big shout outs to Bree Payne. Yeah, 
for sure shop open in the building. All right, let's talk about your clothing line, shop open. Yeah. What's the direction behind that? Like, what's the, how did you come up with that? I was broke. <laughs> I was broke. Um, that's, that's the simple Man, that's answer. That's how most ideas come from. Yeah, like, pretty much. It, I need money. I was rapping, man, and just grinding. And um, the thing was like, you know, on, on this journey, especially in the 2010s, like that whole 2011 through 2019 era, that's the mixtape backpack era. So the, the concept in the game was like, you know, give this shit out for free, build up your fan base, and then, you know, you get a deal and so forth. And that model started to change, you know what I'm saying, as time went on. Um, but essentially, I was just giving top tier shit out and I was like, yo, you niggas gotta pay for this shit, bro. Like, I'm starving, but I'm giving you niggas really quality music. And my fans and the people that were supporting us was agreeing. They was like, yo, you giving out quality music. So it was like, all right, well, do me a favor and pay for it. Right. Type shit, you know what I'm saying? So um, the story of how it came about was actually, um, I was short on my rent. We were living in Orlando at the time. Um, and I was like probably like four, I had like $400 and I probably like four to $600 short or something on my rent. And I had bought the hoodies for my crew cause we had just did the shop open mixtape. And um, I just wanted to get them something. It was like Christmas time. So I got like four hoodies with the logo put on that, you know, be, um, be made the logo. Yeah. We, we ended up wearing them downtown Orlando. And like everybody was like, yo, what that is, I need that. That shit dope, that shit dope, woo woo. So I was like, all right, called my man, so I knew pressure, and I was like, yo, how much would it cost me? He was like, man, I can get you like 40 hoodies for like $400. So I took my last $400 and I bought the 40 hoodies and I flipped them, and in like a week I had like $1,600, like $40 a pop, and I was like, oh, okay, shop really open. Yeah. And, you know, it, it grew from there, you know, and the whole concept of it is just like freedom and opportunity. Freedom to do what you love and the opportunity to monetize it. Right, you see right. What I'm saying? I think that's what all of us really want, especially as entrepreneurs. We just want to do what we love and we want to get paid for. For sure. So, you know, that's in a nutshell. That's what Shop Open is. Yeah. So when you had sold those hoodies, you was going to do it like a one-off thing? That was the plan. It was just going to be like, yo, I'm going to sell some hoodies. I didn't even, honestly, bro, I didn't even think them shits was going to sell. I was like risking it. It was yeah. like a prayer. It was like, yo, let me, all right, fuck it, I got it. Shit, I'm already late on the rent. I'm already yeah, short, so it's like, let me do something. I took them, and then, like, the shit went, bro. And then it was like, yo, we want to begin. So then we just started playing with colors. We was like, all right, let's see if we can do shirts this time. All right, right let's see if we right. do red shirts, blue shirts. And then we just kept growing with it. And before you knew it, man, like, over, like, maybe a two-year span, we sold, like, 500 pieces. That's what's up. Yeah. So we, we just, the quarantine kind of slowed us down. Um, this year we got back started with the leader hoodies that you may see me rocking, you know what I'm saying, see the crew rocking. So those are available on shopfellbopen.com, and we finna get back out and keep giving you more content and more merch. But sure. listeners, sure. tap in, go get y'all a hoodie. Shopfellbopen.com. Calm, Gotta do your own echo and shit. So let me ask this. When you write in a, um, you know, your mixtapes, right, are you are – you, competing with your last project are you competing with your last record like your last recording what's um, your process you know every artist is different but i would say competing yeah you know what i'm saying i wouldn't i don't know if that's the best word for it but yeah you know you always want to get better i'm all right. about getting better um and i'm gonna always try to push the envelope um so i don't never want to come out worse than i came up before you know what i'm saying i always want to come out better um i'm pretty much just trying to my thing is before I do any project, I pray and I say, yo, God, what do you want me to say? 
you know what I'm saying? Like, I look at things like if this is the last thing anybody ever heard from me, then right. I say what I needed to say. So that's how I go into projects. Um, and it's just about quality and giving you good music, you know, especially coming from Florida. Like, we don't get a good rep for that, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Kodak because he really cracked it for that style of rap, you know what I'm saying? Street rap, like, he one of the best in the game, you know what I'm saying? And then Ross, and we got rhymers. But, you know, when they look at the South, they don't give us respect for rhyming. You know, it's a lot of, like we talked about earlier, just the catchiness in music as opposed to just what you're saying. But to me, the greatest rapper ever came from the South. His name is Andre 3000. So right. I think, Great. you know what I'm saying, you should really let Southern rappers be lyricists. You know, and we had the hardest time. You know, the lyricists out the South had the hardest time coming up now. So yeah. that's something that I really focus on, too, and just trying to make it digestible. I hear that. So obviously we just talked about it a thousand times. You obviously an Outcast fan. If people seen the video, you had the Outcast sheets on your bed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you consider Andre three thousand like a dream collab. Like that. Like for if you sure. got that, like that's you feel like you. Nah, sealed. for sure. If I if I was to get that, that's like, you know, and knowing how Dre is, man, just <clears throat> you know, that's a that's a long shot. But yeah, I would, he rap like two times a year. If yeah, that. type shit. shit but two just, times a decade. Just to be able to like get the nod would be dope. Just to be like, nah, like you it type shit. Yeah. But you know, I would love that opportunity. I think every rhymer would. Honestly, right. Right. You know what I'm saying, um, I would love to be able to. I think more important than just getting a feature, to be able to inspire him to do a feature. Because I think that's the hardest thing with Dre probably right now is like just getting him inspired enough to want to do it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So I think if you made something that could inspire him, that would say, hey man, you know what, you on the right frequency. Mm-hmm. Type shit. So yeah, for sure. All right, so while I was doing my research, I was on your IG, and you had uh, the Thursday message up. Yeah. So you seem like a very positive brother. So when you come up with your sometimes <laughs> <laughs> when you come up with your IG messages, are they off the top of the head? Um, actually, man, a, a close friend of mine writes a lot of those, and okay. he shares them. You know, what I'm saying my nigga T Spur, um, and we try to share them out to people. Right. You know, um, and really it was just something amongst our circle that we would do. You know have really dope conversations and so forth and um I ended up posting them a couple times and then what happened was my DMs were flooding people would be like yo I need them like, yeah it's like bro you helping so I told Spur I was like you keep sending them and then I was like I'll keep posting them and I think I might do something where I kind of like read them yeah and turn them into reels and just keep it going from there like yeah so yeah I've been noticing the reels been a wave that's been working on IG like crazy so yeah and monetizing it, them now mm-hmm. yeah I just seen that yeah, so yeah so like if you got your real game together and you know what you're doing with it please stay on top of it because it's a bag in it have y'all ever thought about making like a book maybe um i've heard somebody spoke that to me i want to write a book personally um mm-hmm. if, i haven't thought about doing it from that aspect but it could be something that could be done that would be dope actually yeah. I, I i tell them that i got that from you just send me an autograph copy i'm good on that yeah, i got yeah. you yeah. what would your book be about I can't tell you that. Yet. Uh, I, you. I, can't tell you that. I knew you was gonna Come say on, that. I just asked. Mario P. Exclusive. I just asked. Hey, just, you know what I'm nah, saying? When, when, it's, when <laughs> it's time, it's too many stealing niggas out here. You can't. Yeah, really yeah nah, nah, nah. Trust. I definitely yeah, understand. When it's time, I'll bring it through. But it'll be. It's the definition of a self-help book. Okay. Okay. You get what right. I'm saying? Gotcha. Emphasis yeah. on the self. Right. Right. Type shit. All right, man. So let me ask you, like, at what moment in your career? music and just clothing wise that you noticed you were blowing up um june tape um 
Actually, I could say a little bit before that, but June Tech was a special era. Um, I did a song called I Know some years ago that really kind of like, we were on Vine heavy and I went viral on Vine. Um, and we did probably like 100,000 plus streams organic. These are the SoundCloud days. Yeah. And shit was about to crack, but then Vine crashed. So a lot okay. of my fan base got scattered. And that shit taught me a very valuable lesson about just trusting social media with your platform, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, so we had to rebuild and that took a couple of years and we still like it's crazy because I still get um, supporters from that era that find me on Instagram like as recent as like a week ago mm-hmm. and be like yo I've been looking for you forever type shit like boom and it keeps going but I would say probably the most notable was like June tape we did a June tape 2018 that came out and that was the one that just took us everywhere that took us to New York that took us to A3C SOBs um, that gave us a real a real play up is ironically we dropped the tape the same day that Pusha T dropped Daytona. Oh wow! Like it was, it was crazy. We didn't even know that was coming because I think he had just announced it. That was that year where Kanye was just dropping. Random yeah, they was yeah. dropping like every week seven yeah. seven song um, tapes. Yeah, and that project, that project to this day is still the like the the foundation of a lot of our fan base. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and from there we just took it up, and I think if you really want a real de- representation of like just Daytona and what the vibe is in Daytona and what it always has been, the June tape, we, uh, that was the goal. You know what I'm saying? I think we captured yeah. that. That's dope. Uh, you had mentioned A3C. I haven't heard that in a while. How was that? A3C was super dope. So we did A3C, I think like the last year before COVID. Mm-hmm. So it was 2019. When I tell you we met everybody, like Gary V has a copy of the June tape. Like we got that on camera, just chopping it with him and he, he took it and actually listened yeah. to it and so forth. Uh, we met everybody, and when I say everybody, Kevin Lyles to Kodak Lens, Rob Markman, right, Just Blaze, anybody who was anybody, you know what I'm saying? That ended up building a lot of relationships for me. We won the, um, forget what it was called, it was an artist competition, um, yeah. and we got a chance to perform, and we ended up winning the contest for that, so we went up there as a team, and we showed out, and um, ever since then, Things have been up, you know, it's not visible because of COVID and everything, but behind the scenes, there's a lot of plays that's been working on our behalf. Right. Um, and we're going to get ready to present those real soon. I got you. Any deals or anything on the table? We're going to get ready to present those. Yeah. <laughs> real soon. I, I just yeah, tried uh, again, man. I'm off. Yeah, I'm nah, off for two on this episode. It's all good. You know, they, they say don't talk about the blessing until it's concrete. You know? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Working it out. Um, but just know, like, Florida's on a very beautiful wave, not just Daytona, like, you know, for all the artists out there that's passionate and consistent with what you're doing, they watching. Yeah. And, you know, um, the doors is wide open. Yeah, for sure. So why are you talking about Florida? You're here, obviously, in Jacksonville right now. Are you loving the Florida scene right now? Not Florida scene, Jacksonville scene. No, I, scene. I definitely love the Jacksonville scene. The crazy part is, like, I'm, I love Nardo Wick shit. Yeah. And the crazy part is, like, I didn't hear Nardo Wick on the um who on Smoke Record first. I heard him on the um the uh Judas and the Black Messiah soundtrack. Um Yeah, that was a good look. He had a song on there called I Declare War. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this shit hard. I didn't even know he was from Jacksonville. I was just like, yo, this okay, that's some shit. Like you talking and I love how he packaged it. Then when I heard who on smoke, I was like, right. this nigga different. You know what I'm saying? I was already familiar with the Tokyos and mm-hmm. Young and Aces and everybody else, but he he really got a different little flair to what he doing. You know what I'm saying? Not to say little to that flair. I'm just saying like right. a different flair. Yeah. And um, that was really dope to just see. You know what I'm saying? And just to see Duval doing their thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in Florida, 
this city is such a big part of Florida. It's such a big part of the nation. It's the second largest city in America, I believe. But mm-hmm. yeah. it's such a big part of the um the state because you know everybody know that Duval. Like it's, right. it's <laughs> right. once it's said, it's said. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know what we talking about? Yeah. So um you know I love to see y'all get y'all stripes and get y'all flowers, man. Like, yes, yeah. Really appreciate that. City wise, you fought with Duval. Yeah, I I've, I haven't spent a lot of time in Duval, but the time that I have spent, it's always been a vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. always been cool, and um, you know, shit real in Duval. Yeah. <laughs> shit real in Duval, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, it's got like I know Duval. Well, people in Florida they got a different perspective about Daytona. When they see Daytona, they think like Harley Davises and yeah. Red and shit. It's kind of weird because we fight a lot of shit in Daytona that a lot of people don't know about, like Daytona. Yeah. For a long time, it was Atlanta and Daytona. Mm. It was freaking in Daytona. That was it. Like I growing up, that. yeah. that's yeah. what we it. knew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like right now in the city, there's a lot of you know, not to get too political, but there's a lot of gentrification and then there's mm-hmm. a lot of we're fighting a lot of the policies and the politicians and shit. So they they shut down a lot of the things that we was doing, but we bought a lot of the money to that city and we put a lot of the effort into that city and keeping it relevant. Um, and right now, you know, they're not doing anything to help our scene they actually trying to kill it they trying right. to destroy the scene and they told so um you know that's why you get the weird type of reactions because it's crazy not to be too long-winded but i travel a lot so everywhere i go i've been telling people for like the last two years and every hotel i've stayed i've been to every state in america every hotel i go to there's a commercial about daytona beach like mm-hmm. come visit Daytona Beach, come visit Daytona. So they're building it up to have people come back through, but it's like they wanted to be NASCAR, they wanted to be this, this, and that. But it's like yeah. at the end of the day, this is a beach, bro, and this shit is known for parties, parties, yeah. and you know, you know, hopefully sometime soon I'll be able to do something to be able to bring the life back to the city and make it balanced so that it's fair for everybody. Salute to that. Another question. I ain't want to step over. Nah, I was gonna say you want to do another uh, video. Yeah, yeah, we do one. I let Crown pick the next one. So we like to do a couple of uh, video reviews and and you know get your story behind the video behind the song. Okay. Um, I would say go up. Let's do uh. Let's do, let's do at the party. At the party. Throwing a Larry video? Actually, you know what? At the party is dope. Let's do the B-side. Let's do from Florida with love. Or, uh, yeah. I got you. We from Florida. Let's do that. Yes, sir. Okay, sitting this from Florida with blessings. Fuck about what you heard, you fucking right, my boy. We asked you. She gonna talk a shit, you better know it. Shout a pressure. Had too many problems in the streets. Tell me if I got it right. Okay, sitting this from Florida with blessings. Fuck about what you heard, you fucking right, my boy. We asked you. She gonna talk a shit, you better know it. Shout a pressure. Had too many problems in the streets, somebody stressed. Get his ass, ooh, left him crack stress. Where you from, the soul of the creek, what side you reppin'? Grew up on that plaza and you can't slide without your weapon. Really, we be vibing, niggas try to not step. Uh, really, I'm discreet and your bitch messy. Let that money circulate the streets, it's an investment. Got a lot of plugs, a lot of love and respect. Moving like I'm destined, never like I'm desperate. We ain't talking, we just creepin'. They ran out of options, they ain't poppin', so they beefin'. 
don't never sleep and going in, I'm talking deep and you can't win without no plug. You can't win without no defense at the play and running dog. Wait, okay, coming out of Florida, I got him. Pressure about the wound, we put six to the bottom. Every nigga moving with them sticks and they yapping. West Orlando cool little bitch and she model. Pocket from the 38, what a six follow. She gon' pop a shit, say you ain't shit before she swallow. He gon' get a run up, get a room, get a bottle. Say you need some gas, you on your ass until tomorrow, yeah. Then I'm back like, what a love. You keep dropping prices, y'all don't fuck the market up. You ain't make no profit, but you talking like the plug. Those attacks for survival, they ain't biting, so you stuck, uh. Yeah, we know what's up. Shot fell over open, then we got it in the cut. Crown don't look the part, I'm just a cover of a book. Can't be surprised when you get booked, when you be dressed up like a crook. But I won't preach though. Uh, buy some cheeks, huh? When I get where I'm going, I'ma teach though. From the streets to the geeks, I'm a king though. From the deal to the sheets, be a queen though. Yeah, what? What you mean though? That can't see me, we ain't do this to be seen though. Bout my chills, bout my numbers like bingo. Who was crowned to that nigga check pain, huh? Cook man and Drake, yeah, and yeah, for sure. I had to do that because I'm like, man, you ain't from Florida, bro. Gotta, <laughs> let's get that together. We're real quick. <laughs> about it. Florida with love. Yeah, he was feeling himself. Yeah, yeah. man, it's a lot of you know, all shots out of Drake, man. I, you know, it's a lot of uh, we we influence the culture a lot though. Florida influences the culture so much, and it's it's kind of insane to see how we don't really get all the respect we deserve. But it's like a nah, lot we, of the slang and a lot of the vibe come out of Florida. It's right coming now. soon. Yeah, for sure though. Yeah, I be saying niggas from Chicago saying jit. Yo, everybody saying jit. It ain't just Chicago. Everybody like the whole jit. world saying jit. <laughs> niggas now. be I'm saying like, green, and I'm yeah. like, yo, like y'all don't know shit about this, like, man. I remember <laughs> when niggas used to be like, what the fuck is jit? Like they used to talk so much yeah. shit about mm-hmm. it, and now everybody saying it. But that just lets you know Florida niggas represent worldwide, right? Yeah. Yeah. The first rap group I had was called Lil Jits. Facts, <laughs> <laughs> facts though. Facts. Nah, man, it's like it's crazy because. As somebody, as as a person that's traveled a lot, they like people talk that shit about Florida, which I hate, but they love us everywhere. Everywhere. No bullshit. Like a Florida nigga, we good in any room for real. Like, and don't leave your bitch around us. Exactly. Facts. <laughs> like, no problem. But yeah, it's going down. All right, Crown. Any like projects you working on right now? Um. Yeah, on, on on the back end we we cooking up. Like I don't have no dates and no titles right now. You know what I'm saying? We just cooking right now. But um before the end of the year it's gonna be something special. So when we get into that, you know, I'll swing back through. Oh, for sure, for sure. For sure. I gotta come do that. I appreciate y'all just yeah, we here. platform. Yeah, we ain't going nowhere. I, I see. It's yeah. set up in here nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah nice in here, man. <laughs> yeah. I like the super fly on the wall, so can we, I know we probably finna wrap up, but Black exploitation film fans, that's that's what's happening. Oh yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. You got a favorite you want to talk about? I mean, we can get into it. What's your favorite though? Uh, tell me first. I feel like Superfly was mine. That's why one of the reasons I got the poster. Um, uh what's the one with Bill Cosby? Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Is that one? I fuck with that Saturday one. Saturday nights, one of my favorites. Up, Uptown, Uptown Saturday, Saturday nights, nights yeah. is good. Um, 
I would say Dolomite might be my yeah. favorite. Down in the jungle deep. Man, look, I just <laughs> I just fuck with uh Rudy Ray like he, yeah, he, he, man. He's a player. Yeah, so um The Mac. The Mac. The yeah, Mac, I was just about to yeah, say the Mac. The Mac was another good one. You know what's crazy? I like the soundtracks more than the movies sometimes because I'm a big Willie Hutch fan. So he did a lot of the black exploitation like soundtracks. So I like a lot of that shit. Between Willie, Curtis Mayfield, Marvin Gaye, and James Brown. Yeah, Marvin Gaye, Trouble Man. That Trouble Man album is amazing. That was an incredible pocket for Marvin Gaye. Just that 10 year span of him doing that from like 1971 through like 79. My bad, I can get into his music shit deep. But nah, yeah. you good, yeah. shit. I got yeah. the vinyl for Superfly. I think that's one of the greatest albums to ever uh, exist. Like, There's a movie that I just watch. I watch especially these shit often. Like, now I'm like on the Amazon Prime, Brown Sugar shit, just trying to see these shit. I don't yeah. know why I'm addicted to this phase right now, because some of the movies be horrible, but it'd be cool to see our origin and where we came from with this film shit. Yeah. Um, Bucktown and like Cotton Comes to Harlem. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I love them movies. Like those was really dope. Cause I also like, I feel like back then, like the seventies, man, was so player, bro, and just yeah, it was just so cool, strong and just cool. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Every every nigga could have been a leader. You know what I yeah, mean? Like right. at any point, I feel like you couldn't be lame in the seventies. Like Not you just all, had no yeah. choice. Just be cool. Be like, like, it's it's interesting that you say that because you don't even really see no lame niggas in the movies. Nah, like, none, it, none. It's never like a lame nigga. Ain't like, nobody getting punked. None of like, that. Like even you know what I mean? even in the Mac, the lame nigga. Had bitches. Facts. He had a bunch of them. He had a bunch of hoes on his team. And when he was a lame nigga, but like he still spitting and he had the car and all that. He had the caddy. Everybody had cool about him, man. And that's like kind of the spinning back to the music. I think that's the thing about like Outcast for me. I'm a player, man. I grew up as a player amongst players. So it's like I respect. I wish we could get back to that in the culture. Like everybody want to be so much other shit. But I'm like, nigga, a player don't never lose. Right, exactly. right. I ain't never seen a player lose. Like right. I seen gangsters crash out. I've seen thugs crash out. I've seen all kind of shit, but I ain't never seen a player lose. Like exactly. So you know what I'm saying? I think that's one thing with the '70s. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if we we'll ever get back to that, but yeah. it's hard, man. Nowadays, the game's so fucked up. <laughs> it's all over the place. Damn, we can cuss now. Yeah, we cuss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forty-four minutes and you cuss. Um. So we were talking. You you mentioned um, that the black exploitation movies, a lot of them are often bad. Yeah. Uh, Sweet Sweetback's badass song. Sweetback was that one. Man, that was a good one. Well, one. It, it, it's a bad movie, but, but a good. It was staple. player. Yeah, like, it's player. The the soundtrack on it is actually pretty good. Too. Yeah, man, Willie <laughs> Dynamite. Yeah, um, it was a few different stories. Like, no, nah, I mean, like I can get into like. The deep movies, the ones that you never really heard of, and you right. be like, "Damn, these shits is kind of." But you know, it's funny because we still got that today. We still got those types of movies, but mm-hmm. I love it. You know what I'm saying? And I love to see black people just push their creativity into their story. Um, love a lot of Pam Grimm movies, the Foxy Browns, the Coffee, yeah, yeah. Sheba Babies. And shit like that. I, th- I think I, I, you know, a lot of people argue that Pam. I've, I've seen it argued. Let me say. Pam Greer was only like people consider her only good because of her body or whatever, and I'm like, nah, y'all not watching the movies. No, that's Pam a nigga that's like yeah, she, she could act her titties fucking was a ass plus. off. Like, yeah, I, sure. That shit was an asset. <laughs> titties like, was a plus. <laughs> that hey, shit. Pam, how you doing? <laughs> but nah, yeah, she was um 
she could act. She actually was one of the better actors of that era. Like, I definitely think so. Yeah, she could do a thing, and um, she aged beautifully and just carried herself very carried well. Carried herself well. Yeah, she was just powerful. Everything yeah. about her. Can we talk about how like I got all right? This shit might be crazy, but like seventies women was some of the most beautiful women ever. To you me. ain't lying. And strongest. Like, like yo, they were shooting afro, niggas. Like body, yo, like, like it's crazy. If you 70s. saw the afro and the little booty shorts, you, you know she had a twenty-two was, on like, her. Like a razor <laughs> in the tongue, some shit. Like straight up. At seventy, straight up. that's what I really want to see. Like I, I feel like the new revolution of the afro and the black woman is like the dread era now. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I'll be trying to get all the sisters to dread up. Like yo, yeah. I'm telling you, that's the power. That's the way. Like, like yo, look, I love, I love that shit, man. I'm trying to tell you, lock that shit the fuck up. Like, <laughs> shit, I'm about to lock mine when it grow. You know, <laughs> when it grow, God willing. All right, so yeah, man, that's good to know, man. Yeah, I don't meet too many niggas like a top black exploitation films. Man. Oh like, yeah. Shit, later on, later on, we we probably do a whole episode like later on next yeah, time you right, fall. Right. Yeah, doing? next time, yeah, we'll have yeah, time. This shit was kind of last minute. Earl hit me on uh, Instagram. He was like, "Yo, initially he just sent me your flyer like that Boy, you was gonna be here tonight." And he had the little eyes, and I was like, <laughs> "Damn, man, I thought it was Tuesday." Earl, funny as fuck. Earl, funny as fuck. Earl, hilarious, man. I thought the show was Tuesday, man. My day's been blurring and shit. I, I probably it. was high and tired. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, damn, man, we about to record in like an hour. I wish you would have told me this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, ahead of time, he was like, nah, man, it's last minute. So the next day, I think he even realized, you know, I might have yeah. been out of it. He was like, hey, look. The show is Thursday, so right, right, right. <laughs> you know if y'all down to do it, let's set it up. I and appreciate y'all taking it, man. It nah. was last minute, man. I just found out about the show probably about a week or so ago, and he hit me a couple months and was like months ago, probably sometime late last year, and he was like, um, you know, I want you to do that. With he spoke highly of you guys, but I forgot about it. I didn't think about it as I booked the show. I would have got y'all the heads up. And nah, so it's all good. Back it worked out. We're doing yeah. it right now, so yeah. it's all good. So I appreciate y'all opening y'all doors and you know, this shit is dope. You know Daytona are only an hour away, so yeah. we can connect again. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm definitely coming back through and when we got the new music, like, you know, y'all ask some very pivotal questions, so I'm gonna give y'all the exclusive when it comes out. So for yeah, sure. We appreciate that. For get sure. a round of applause for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, man, um, we'll let you go ahead and plug all your shit, you know what I mean? Let them know where they can find you at, and then, um, you know, we'll get on to this uh, in-studio performance. Facts, 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 man. You can tap in with me on Instagram at whoiscrown, Twitter at whoiscrown. Um, find me on Apple Music at Crown, man. You know, if you have some problems, fine. Just type in a June tape, but we still don't know. Um, and anything you want to see merch-related or music-related, meet us at shopforeveropen.com. And if you want the merch, you can follow at Shop Forever Open. And uh, yeah, that's what it is. Shop Open. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Make sure y'all connect. Listen to the music. Cop a hoodie. Cop a shirt. Sure. All that shit. So we about to hop in the next room. Knock out this performance. And with all that said, we out. Let's get busy. <laughs>